the last call podcast with Chris Michaels. It's going to be a short one tonight because, well, I always do 30-minute podcasts, and I deserve to not do a 30-minute podcast every single night because I ain't getting no money for doing this. I'm doing this out of the love of hearing my own voice talking about something I don't need to really do show prep on. So, I want to take you back to December of 2021, and COVID was still the scourge of society. This is a... what is this? This is from Giza Death Star, favorite author, Joseph P. Farrell. Go find him on YouTube. He talks about interesting things. So, this comes from none other than uh, the very sassy General Milley. So we all know General Milley, he's more concerned about being woke and talking about gender issues than he is about defending America and doing what he is supposed to be doing. We only wonder how much General Milley is caking out with all of the defense contractors. In other words, warmongering industries. So back in December of 21, there was a COVID conference given by the Trump administration, where all of a sudden, out of nowhere, General Milley shows up and he says twice, you're not getting in. You're not getting in. After the two Department of Defense mandarins detailed the military resources being dispatched to the Caribbean, ostensibly to combat the drug cartels. So there was a lot of Uh, conjecture as to why he would do this and then everybody started to talk about the missile systems that were being created um, by the Chinese where they would disguise missile systems so uh, surface to surface missile systems in cargo containers that they place on ships and then everybody was saying that's the reason why all of the ports were backed up all the way in uh, COVID land Because they were really searching for these, I think they're called Club K missiles or K missiles or something like that. Um, Because they were really searching for these missile systems that were supposed to be on all of these cargo containers. And that's what uh, rumors were. But I'm going to suggest something different. Because if we've got something like this where General Milley is talking about Oh, you will not get in. You will not get in. What does he mean by that? Why is that going so far out of the way during a COVID conference uh, or COVID uh, uh, press presser? Why would he come up there and say you're not getting in when they were talking about dispatching the military and the Navy to the Caribbean? What's in the Caribbean? That's the real big question. So if you go to YouTube and you look up the guy Monkey Works... Uh, Big Beard talks about, guess what? Nothing interesting. Uh, Well, no, it's not entirely true. He talks a lot about logistics. And so where flights are going, what flights are up, who's in the airplanes, uh, what spy balloons are up. And also he goes into whatever airplanes and uh, also sea lanes, whatever is up there, he'll talk about it or at least touch upon it. So if you've listened to him regularly, you'll notice that there has been a nuke sniffer. So what is a nuke sniffer? A nuke sniffer is an airplane with nuclear weapons detecting technology on it. In other words, they do uh, basically uh, patrols over certain areas of water, 
or whatever, and they have this technology on the airplane looking for nuclear weapons. That's, one, how strong the technology is, and two, what they actually do. So there has been nuke sniffers all up and down the Potomac, you know, right where the president kind of lives. That's been going on for a couple of weeks now. And he also makes reference to a bunch of news articles that talk about how China and Russia have stationed upwards of at least 500,000, a half a million troops in uh, throughout Central America, possibly Mexico. Now also factor in the purposeful act of not enforcing border controls. It's almost as if we want to go back to playing What is it, sedition or treason, when it comes to Biden and the Democrats and the do-nothing Republicans that want an open border? What are they allowing in, and why are they allowing it to come in? It has to do with what I think is to make sure America is not in the position it's been in for the last couple of decades. This is from the organic prepper, J.G. Martinez, as Russia and other nations hostile to the U.S. boost their presence within South America, should it come as a surprise to find uranium being trafficked by South American drug runners? And the title of this article is, Why do South American drug runners keep getting caught with uranium? Don't touch that shit. Don't touch that yellow cake. Venezuela has close ties to Iran. So they're tying all of this together between Venezuela and Iran and North Korea and Russia, probably China. The current rulers of Venezuela exhibit openly close and strong ties with Iran. It is not just a question of if they build warheads with nuclear capabilities. Maybe they even already have them. It's a safe bet that they probably do. If Israel has them, then, you know, it's probably safe to assume Iran has them. We know that North Korea probably more than likely has them. Uh, if you read any articles from the 90s that have since been memory hold, Korea and Nor- oh, actually North Korea has had nuclear weapons for oh, quite some time. So that's nothing new there. Venezuela shows a growing hostile attitude towards the USA and the West and has collaborated actively with the Ara- Iranian theocracy for at least a decade. So that's what's going on here. South American uranium trafficking is not merely rumor. This is an illegal activity and a real threat to world stability. The coincidence of rogue Iranians shutting down the cameras inside their enrichment plant, according to the compulsory IAEA agreements within the recent trafficking events, seems to remain ignored by the media. Okay, so one, there's no reason for Iran to be engaged in this kind of surveillance. There really isn't, especially when uh, countries can hack the cameras and hack everything else in those enrichment plants. Uh, So Iran is is on the back foot if they intend to do that and maintain that, Uh, because it's not going to be enforced in good faith on behalf of the West. Iran, China, and Russia seem to believe that this country will be easy to occupy, meaning... um, Meaning, uh, what country is this? Oh, look at that. Doesn't say. Uh, Anyway, 
Colombia is lost right now under the control of the former guerrilla member G. Petro. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Bolivia, too, has been on the Iranian radar for some time. Evo Morales, another hardcore communist line in the region and holds a strong hate speech line against Yankee imperialism. There are basically six main areas where uranium can be located. Well, not all of them are in reservoirs or easily accessible. They are in the region of Tachira, a frontier area controlled by the Socialist Party in the area. The other regions need access by air using helicopters. Interestingly, the last studies of radioactive levels of the mines started in 2019, and blah, 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 on we go. So the point is, is that in March of 2020, six men in Venezuela were detained for uranium trafficking. Remember Millie? came out in December of 21, talking about you will not get in. You will not get in. So this seems to go in line with what we are seeing. Somebody is trying to sneak something into the United States. And since the United States has been pushing Russia's buttons over in the Ukraine... It would not come to any surprise to me if Russia, through proxies, so Russian whatever, Russian agents, say, you know what would be really interesting? Um, If you folks, here's some uranium, if you folks go across the border and, uh, you know, just let the Americans catch you as a warning, just to say, hey, we can get uranium into this country, so you better watch out. That would make sense, or China doing it, or somebody doing it, to make the United States think twice before it acts on the international stage. That kind of warning shot would make sense. And so we're obviously seeing more and more of these kinds of, not kidnappings, but uh, definitely, definitely some kind of apprehensions. I don't know why kidnapping came up, but apprehension of individuals and drug runners also carrying uranium. So this leads us finally to the final point here, as I mumble and bumble through all of this, the final point being they know something. They know something. Earlier this week, New York City came out with a PSA, public service announcement, about how citizens of New York City should have a bug-out bag. What is a bug-out bag? A bug-out bag is an emergency backpack. So if something goes wrong and and, and the world goes sideways, then at least you've got something in a bag at the ready, so you just grab it and run. It's not meant to really keep you uh, satiated or anything like that. It's supposed to have emergency materials in it, so maybe like a poncho, some first aid, uh, energy bars, water, things like that, Clo- change of clothes. It's not meant to be long-term. It's meant to be, okay, we've got to get out of here. We've got some stuff, and we can make it to the next waypoint and then take it from there. So that's what's really meant by that bug-out bag. But even larger than the bug-out bag is the PSA that occurred a couple of weeks ago where New York City was talking about what its citizens should do during a nuclear attack. And as the 
announcer said in that PSA, don't ask how, don't ask who, just get indoors. Don't ask how it happened, don't ask who set off the nuclear device, just get indoors. Which, that PSA led to a lot of ridicule because it sounds like something from the 1950s, which we all know was absolutely useless reference material. So a desk is not going to save you any more than trying to subscribe to emergency alerts on a cell phone during a nuclear attack in a city where a nuclear device was detonated. Ain't gonna work. You're not going to be able to call anybody. You're not going to be able to stay in touch with anybody. It ain't gonna work on a cell phone. It's as effective as hiding underneath a desk. So, what do I mean by all of this? I think there is a very, very distinct possibility that there is a false flag attack inbound involving either a dirty bomb made of uranium, dirty bombs being basically uh, a bunch of nuclear material uh, in a very, very congested area so that it just irritates everybody. Um... Maybe something along those lines. Maybe somebody is building a nuclear device somewhere. I don't know. But they are probably planning something for New York City. Something stupid. Because otherwise, you wouldn't be seeing these public service announcements coming out almost within, a, within the same month, actually, about what you need to do during a nuclear detonation and also have a bug-out bag at the ready in case of emergency and you need to get out of town fast. Nothing else makes sense. They're warning you about something. And they're also warning you about what they intend to do this fall. So a lot of red flags popping up, especially with this story about how Venezuela is pursuing closer relations with Iran. And they are finding drug runners with uranium on them. Where's the uranium going and how did they get it? Those are the bigger questions that I can promise you the Biden administration will not ask. So this is the Last Call podcast, not 30 minutes. A, ooh, under 15. How about that? Like I'm a broadcast professional. So like me, find me, share me. Last Call Caravan on Twitter, Instagram, and social.